Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is March 20th, 2023. We are getting closer and closer to WrestleMania weekend. Welcome to Fightful. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your Super Chats, Humper Chats in. I'll tell you a little bit more about that momentarily. We are here to review WWE Rob. We have lots of great content here on Fightful. Finally posted my Dominic interview today. Got Alexander Hammerstone tomorrow. How about this one? I got Dax Harwood this week. We have Ak- uh, Yasakawa this weekend. We've just got a ton of interviews coming your way. Joel Pearl just did a whole bunch more. So keep it locked here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Every single weeknight, we have reviews for you. And tonight we have one with Denise Salcedo, who gets a super chat out of the gate for Kim Gray saying, congrats, Denise. Starts a You Deserve It chant, the new host of uh, Busted Open on the weekends. Congratulations, Denise. Thank you, Sean. You knew my secret for a while now. It's been months, actually, since last year. Since last year, I've been keeping this secret. Um, I, you know, got the basically like the offer in like around November. And then in January was my official tryout and my tryout went good. And so I officially signed the contract and tomorrow I'm going to their offices in LA to do some more paperwork. So I'm really excited. So proud of you, Denise. We always love uh, all the things that you do. You, you earned it. You worked hard. Uh, you, you do things the right way. You're a pro and uh, we're, we're very proud of you. For all the I'm stuff I'm going to clip this out, Sean. I think this is the first time you've said something nice about me on the air. That is not true whatsoever. Yes, I'm going to clip I, this out. I literally said that the highlight of my wrestling performing career, one of them was having you announce me to the ring. Okay, so maybe, that's two things then in about three years maybe, that we've known each Maybe other. not what happened after that. But at least you announcing <laughs> you're me telling me that me low blowing you wasn't one of your favorite career moments. Mm, it was not. Jonathan Corona says, damn, I missed the opening pyro. 
Uh, I do too, a little bit. They, they do it more, more often these days, but uh, you know what we're doing as often as every show, super chats, humper chats, get them in, get your question, your statement read on the air. Uh, Humperchats.com allows you to get your questions or statements in before we go on the air here at youtube.com slash fightful. You can get your super chats in. It dictates uh, the conversation of the show. We'll address your questions. We'll read your stuff on the air. We will generate some conversation. Uh, we try to uh, be as interactive as possible here. And we are here after Monday Night Raw. We're here after NXT. We're here every Wednesday night after AEW. Thursday nights, post ROH and Impact. It is one stream. You guys are going to love that. Fridays, SmackDown and Rampage. Then, of course, we have post-pay-per-view. But throughout the week, we have shows as well. Listing your boy, uh, myself and Jimmy Van on Wednesdays. You have the Spotlight on Thursdays with Jeremy Lambert and Steven Jensen. You have Day After Dynamite with Will Washington. You have Grapsity and then a bunch of interviews. But let's go ahead and get into it. Fly Eagles says, have you heard of this account called Boozer Wrestling? It's clearly someone in WWE. They leak everything happening on TV a day earlier and other news. They claim Reigns retains and works every show till SummerSlam. Thoughts? Yes, I know who this is. And uh, I'll go ahead and tell you guys uh, my experience with this person. This person tried to feed me news a few years ago. And I took one look at their Twitter account and I said, mm, a little, little too tribalistic for me. Don't know how they are as a person or anything. But uh, they were just consistently being a little bit more of a jerk, a little bit more of a jerk. And I was like, eh, not sorry, not interested in, in responding to this. I found out that that's where the zero news person was getting some of their info along the way. Uh, so, yeah, I am. I am familiar with that, but they do not work for WWE. Uh, they, they, there are people, especially overseas, that have access to rundowns because WWE has to hand them over to their uh, international distributors and s stuff like that. So sometimes they make their way out. This person has access to those as well. Um, that's about all I can tell you. But uh, there's that, and that's how uh, – Zero was able to briefly get some good uh, rundown info is because somebody from uh, overseas was posting it and then they were taking it. So there you go. Van Twinblade says RIP SPO man bun ref was a staple at glory pro and it won't be the same without him. God speed, sir. Um, also, uh, yeah, we want to send our love to, uh, to his family, his friends. I mean, it was very clear that Sean meant a lot to a lot of people and impacted many people. So we definitely want to send our love uh, to, to everyone there. Andrew cool says, if they decide for the women to main event, I would not be surprised people beat the traffic and hijack. So the tag title match can send the cr uh, crowd home happy. So the word is Denise. Well, at least from wrestling observer was that Rhea and Charlotte would main event. I posted a report on fightfulselect.com, best $5 in the business. Please subscribe. Talent have not been told who is main eventing. Um, in fact, at one, I've never heard somebody in WWE say for sure Rhea and Charlotte. It's possible, of course, but there was at one point the plan to do the tag match as the main event. 
which do you think should main event, Denise? So here's the thing. I want to start off by saying that if they do have Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair main event, I would not be opposed to that whatsoever because I'm a big fan of both of them. And I feel like the match and everything is going to deliver. Like I know, but with that being said, my whole thing when it comes to my thought process, my, uh, the, you know, what I believe is that I always do think that whatever is the hottest feud or the thing that people are most interested in, I feel like that should be the main event. And so for that reason, if we were going to choose specifically between the tag team match between the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus uh, the match between uh, Charlotte and Rhea to main event night one, I would definitely have to say it has to be the tag team match because that's the bigger story. That is what has driven so much of the of, of interest that has been such a huge part, not just on one brand but on two brands and so I feel like it would be something that if they don't do the tag team match as the main event it would kind of suck honestly I, I would kind of feel bad about that because I think that Sami Zayn has really worked and earned that moment and the chemistry that he and Kevin Owens have on top of the story and everything that they've been doing with the Usos and just everything I feel like them being the main event would be the reward to months and months of storyline and everything that they have been doing um with it. And so I know someone brought up, you know, the possibility of people leaving early. Uh, I feel that if it's a main event that people really want to see, I don't think people are going to leave early. Have you seen these prices for WrestleMania tickets? Yeah, I was just looking it. at them right now. They're so expensive. You know, the cheapest you can get that's in a good section is like literally $250 per Per ticket and that's like in the 200 sections and not even the full 200 sections just certain specific portions of that so if i'm spending the bare minimum of at least 250 dollars for a good seat i would not be leaving early um so so i do hope that they have the tag team match main event but i also wouldn't be angry though if they had rhea and charlotte main event we got more on that on FightfulSelect.com. We'll brag about some more of those reports later on. But it's just $5 a month. You get like a bunch of podcasts, a bunch of news. It's the most direct way to support us. We started off with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out. And Kevin Owens is like, you know what? It took me a while to come around. But I see that Sami's genuine. I see that friends are hard to come by. And uh, he proved to me that it was the right thing to do. The Usos come out. We get the confrontation. The challenge is made. And initially, the Usos said, no, it's not going to happen. But it did. And we know it's going to happen. This is one of the biggest tag team matches in WrestleMania history, I think, Denise. I don't know that there has been a tag team match that has had quite the build that this has. Um, I'd have to go back and look at all the tag team matches in history. Obviously, you know, the Edge, Edge and Christian, Hardys and Dudley's a pretty damn big one. Uh, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan against Piper and Orndorff, a big one. On first thought to you, is this this is ranking up near the top? So it's funny because the second that you mentioned that and you mentioned like previous tag team matches in WrestleMania, the only thing that like, not the only thing, but the first thing that popped into my mind was obviously anything that was related yeah. to the TLC table ladders and chairs, because that legitimately is when you think of like greatest WrestleMania matches, greatest WrestleMania moments, you think about those mm -hmm. TLC matches, you know, what we saw at WrestleMania 17, what we saw at WrestleMania 16, uh, those were really great stuff. The only other one, you know, which one? 
uh, and this one maybe forgotten about or not forgotten about, but maybe didn't pop up is, um, and the reason I mentioned it is because it actually ended up being my favorite match of that particular WrestleMania. And it was uh, Ronda Rousey and Kerr Angle. Yes. Teaming up, I mean, uh, teaming up to take on uh, Triple H and Stephanie. And I remember that being really great because during that time, everybody was wondering what Ronda Rousey's performance was going to be like, what it was going to look like. And it ended up being a hell of a match. And even like going back and rewatching it, that was a match that I still enjoy to this day. So I feel like that one ended up just being so much better than people expected. And it was definitely a highlight. Another one actually that I'm thinking about more in recent times is um freaking uh bad bunny and damien yeah. priest with the miz that was really good too but in terms of builds in terms of builds this one definitely has the strongest bill i think of like so many uh, another like big marquee name one is evolution against rock and sock connection because you had batista orton and flair against foley and the rock however the that wasn't anywhere near the focus. Of course, some people will have, feel sentimental about the Hardy Boys' return too. But to me, that was like ranked number three behind the two two matches that they had with Edge and Christian, the Dudleys. So I would love to hear what other people think. Obviously, there are other good matches, um, right? That yeah, that like Nasty Boys and Heart Foundation and stuff. But like in terms that, of but. carrying programming for months on yeah. multiple brands, and not only that, but that weaving into multiple storylines where it wasn't just about the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sammy, it was also about Sammy and Roman. Kevin and Roman, Sammy and Jay Uso, and you know, hell, even throw Cody in there because all of that was intertwined. So I feel like it would actually kind of be a little bit, I don't want to say messed up, but it would kind of be a little bit of, of a bummer if that wasn't the main event for night one. Tom Brady says, What are your picks for the match of the Mania weekend within WWE? I see Triple Threat is going to be brutal. That's the one I'm I'm looking forward to the most. Is that one from an in-ring perspective? Gunther, Sheamus, Drew. That's what I want. Just to give a different an answer, I'm gonna say Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. I think okay. that's one that maybe some people are not so necessarily crazy about, but I think it's gonna be good. Mr. Acosta says, congrats, Denise. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on the hug from Sami Zayn and KO on Friday. Do you still think it should have been done at Chamber? Yes, even she more so changing. now. Even she more so now. Without changing that answer? Oh no, God, I'm not. Hey, I stick to my guns, man, okay? Oh, man. Adam Messenger said, would Sami main eventing mania and being a top guy hurt the Saudi relationship and interest in buying the company? I don't think so. Um, also, did you hear when like they wanted Sammy? <laughs> there were we want Sammy chants in Saudi. Obviously, he ain't going, but no, that ain't gonna affect things. That's that's really crazy when you think about like the bigger picture in terms of like the political aspect of all of that stuff. I don't want to get into that, but when you think about that, you're like, oh shit, what's happening? Yeah. Trey Cash sent a very generous Humper chat. Big thank you to him for, for being so great to us. He says, how anyone at WDB can think the Sammies or Usos versus Sammy and KO shouldn't main event night ones beyond me. They've told such a great story with Bloodline and Sammy. Why not reward your work? Make it make sense. On a positive note, you guys rock. Well, thank you so much, Trey Cash. Uh, so in Dave's report in The Observer, he said that there were political issues at play that probably could have lend or, or led to Charlotte and Rhea. And when I asked people, they said, well, it is what you think it is. They're women. Women didn't have a main event last year. 
that's the reason that has been mentioned backstage as this could possibly main event. I get it. I definitely get it. it. Look, I get it too, but here's the thing. And just, this is my perspective on this. And the thing for me is that I feel that there's a big misconception between giving women or allowing women to have the opportunity and the, you know, the right pushes and the right opportunities versus also kind of just like, here, you don't also want to be handed things. Like, I would really hate it if, Sean, you were like, hey, Denise, we're going to put you on the show because we need a woman on here. I would be freaking pissed. I would want to be, hey, we're going to put you on here because you're the best at this job. And that goes for whoever. You know, you don't want necessarily a situation where you're put there just because you're a woman. And so I do think that the hotter feud is the tag team match. It, it's it's not Charlotte and Rhea. It's the tag team match. Unless this really spices up in the next like two weeks, but that would still not really compare with the time with the time frame and everything that they've done with the guys on this one. Um, but I right away the second when you said oh it's political issues, you knew right away that it was because of that. Um, so it, it's a tough one to it's a tough one too. It really is tough because you do want to give these opportunities and you don't want to take those opportunities. But this, but the tag team match is the hotter feud, is the hotter story, and you don't want that to be necessarily taken away just because of you know whatever else. Yeah, I think that that is is the important thing. Is the, it's the hottest angle, it's the hottest feud, and. Look back at Mania 18. I don't think there are a lot of people that would look back at that and say, well, yeah, Triple H and Chris Jericho in retrospect should have closed that show. It should have been The Rock and Hogan. It should have. Even I just rewatched that show like not too long ago. And I'm and I and you know, back then I was a lot younger, so I didn't see things like that. But rewatching that show, when you see that moment, when you have, you know, uh when you afterwards, when you have Jericho and Triple H closing out the show, it was not the same crowd reaction. It just wasn't anywhere near it might have as well just been two different shows because it just didn't get the same reactions and it didn't feel like a main event. Yep. I, I agree. Uh, insert clever Tegan Knox pun says, congrats, Denise. Your hustle is immensely respected. Rewards are incredibly warranted and earned. I could not agree more. Denise, as hard as you guys see that Denise works, she works even harder than that. Uh, we So we, we had that segment. We got the match. It's set. Backstage, Roman Reigns is still questioning Jey Uso. And I got to say, I, I kind of liked how this set up towards later, and we're going to get into Roman later on. But Jey Uso was like, the only thing that really hurts me is is losing my brother or losing my brother like I did. And now being questioned about it, that bothers me even more. And Roman wants to know, are you in, are you out? To me, I did feel like, I'm like, oh, this again? <laughs> but there was a reason to go back to it because we had that question mark around him for so long. I thought this was good stuff backstage. Yeah. I always like whenever they do the backstage stuff, because there's so much tension surrounding Roman in terms of, he really has that presence of like, 
when you're in your room and you know your ass is going to get scolded yeah. by your mom or your dad or your principal, that's exactly your teacher. That's exactly what it feels like when you're in there with Roman Reigns, where it kind of feels like everyone's just sitting there on the edge thinking, is he going to shift his focus on me? Is the focus going to be on somebody else? And then, you know, it, it just all of that, every time they do these backstage segments, it's always so the mood is always perfectly set. Austin Theory defeated Montez Ford. Montez Ford was over big there. He's ready to make that leap. Man, he is so good. He is so freaking good. And Austin Theory is delivering at this level as well. Austin Theory ends up winning this match. You have Angelo Dawkins out there as well. Montez is getting ready for a tag team showcase. They announced that it would be Viking Raiders, uh, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, and then Ricochet and Braun Strowman. So, Montez doesn't necessarily need to win this match. This, Those showcases are effectively like, well, we're not doing the Battle Royal on WrestleMania, so here's eight people in a match. Austin Theory gets the win. I think this is the right call. It's a good match to have on there. I, again, for everybody that thinks that Vince is back, I, I don't see the constant rematches yet. This is a fresh match, so at least we're seeing that. But did this one do anything for you? Okay, so have you ever made popcorn? Yeah, of course. All okay, the time. just making sure. I don't know. You're from Kentucky, and you don't like ranch on your salad, so I need to double check this stuff. What does what does ranch have? Uh, and I use Greek ranch, by the way. I do okay. use. I don't know. You just but, have but, different. Do you put habits. ranch on your I'm popcorn? Sure. No, I don't put ranch on my popcorn. But the point that I'm trying to make here is: Have you ever put popcorn in a microwave, and you know, and it starts it starts popping, and it gets bigger, and it gets bigger, and it gets bigger, and you ever, and you know, when the timer says like that's it, like the time's up. Have you ever like wondered? When you stop the popcorn, it's like if you let too much time on the microwave go by, the popcorn's going to explode. You know that moment right between it's like it's done, but and if you keep it there any longer, it'll explode. That's kind of how I see Montez Ford right now. Like he's the popcorn and he's, you know, he's, he's building and he's building and he's building. And there's this moment where it's going to just explode and it's going to be like Montez Ford is like breaking out. Denise, you're supposed to have the bag open like a tiny little bit. So it, yeah, it always do is a tiny little bit open. Okay. It opens okay. naturally. So what I'm trying to say is that's where it feels like we're at right now at this point with Montez Ford, where he's so good. It's bubbling. It's like building up. I don't know what the right it's popping. There you go. It's popping. It's popping. It's about to explode. That's exactly what it feels like where we're at right now with Montez so, Ford. So what <laughs> like, you're saying is it's building and it's building. and it's, Yeah, but I like my popcorn analogy better because that's how I'm visualizing it, it. The last minute it just explodes. It just pops. It just. Look. Good news. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I know where you're going out with this. Leave. I really liked my popcorn analogy. Do not make my popcorn analogy dirty and disgusting, okay? <laughs> He's like a bag of popcorn, okay? He's about to erupt and it's about to happen, okay? This is where I'm seeing Montez Ford. He is ready to like go out there and be a top performer, going in and having performances with Seth Rollins, with all of these other guys. Stop it. Bro, your popcorn needs therapy. What is going on here? Okay, you know what I mean? There's people that get it. Okay, and that's how I see Montez well, we Ford it, right Denise. now. Like he's ready, you know? He's so ready. And in this match with Theory, this was a good match, man. Everything that he hit was just so – like, it felt big. Everything he did felt big in this match. And so um, 
obviously theory getting the win that makes perfect sense he has to he's going into a match with john cena a town down cool but the post-match stuff that theory the 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 promo that he cut afterwards i have not really seen this version of theory before in terms of his facial expressions he was more angry more upset um i like that angry that people don't believe in him this and that this was really good this was a whole new version of theory that i feel we haven't seen before what are you doing step chef could have just said boiling over you're in here cooking popcorn and stuff I'm just like, do you not see it? Like, you get what I'm trying I to say, it, though, I right? It. I get it. I just said it's boiling over. It's just like it's in that moment where you know it's ready to pop. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> I'm very aware of, of said moments. I'm well acquainted, Denise. Eating a Did lot of popcorn, popcorn in my day. That much I tell you. It was not meant to be I dirty. I'm a popcorn-eating son of a bitch. That's what I am. My popcorn the analogy was supposed to be a good one, okay? Do mm, not make it one, dirty. Right. This was an innocent, an innocent compliment I, I guess of where Montez Ford time. is at right now. He's I guess popping. now's a good time to say we've got sponsorship slots open on several shows, guys. And um, I know you guys are Raphael's saying if you want to build to an explosion, not on this show, my friend. But hey, we do have sponsorship slots open, even Mania Weekend. Um, hit us up. Hit us up. Any Aaron popcorn Sadlow. brands want to sponsor us? I would love that. I would love that. Aaron Sadlow says, I personally do not like Theory's current A-Town down move. Looks like a lot of setup and is awkward. I think if he beats Cena, he should take the AA and make it the A-Town down. I like his move, but I also like the idea of him taking the attitude adjustment from John Cena. I think that would be great, too. Omar Diaz says, Denise, have you tried the ranch ice cream? No, I haven't. I forgot about it. I saw your tweet and then I was like, oh yeah, this sounds great. Like a great idea. And then I just forgot about it. I have to go to the store. Like they're selling it right now. Or is this one of those things where it's out a certain day? Like, can I go right now and buy it? I don't know. Uh, admittedly, I haven't done that much research on it, but I know one <laughs> thing you could eat or drink that is a lot better for you. That's athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get one, a one-year supply of vitamin D plus five free travel packs. You want to drink your multivitamin. You don't want to eat a tablet. Eight ounces of water with AG1, one scoop, promotes gut health, fills the nutrient gaps, supports whole body vitality. It's got a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and more, working together to deliver your strongest foundation for a better health. Like I said, it promotes gut health with the prebiotics, probiotics, and plant-based enzymes. It supports immunity with your daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, and functional mushrooms, and more. It boosts energy naturally with magnesium, B vitamins, and supports sustained energy throughout the day. And it helps your recovery because it's packed with superfoods, adaptogens, antioxidants. It's trusted by the world's best endurance athletes. It's endorsed by doctors athleticgreens.com slash Fightful has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients in AG1. One scoop, eight ounces of water. That's all you need. You got If you go to the page even, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, you will see uh, tons of testimonials, tons of great reviews for athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Digestive immunity support, adaptogens, energy and metabolic support, phytonutrient blends, Check this out, guys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Guys, AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. We have Chaos saying, do you think the lack of Bray, Howdy, and Alexa could be a bigger storyline about to happen? Bray is uh, under the weather right now. That's that's the long and short of it there. There's nothing more to it as of right now. I can't speak to what's going on with Alexa, but based on the way that she's responded on social media and said, they know where I am, sure. Like it's. You think they just changed their mind on the creative direction that they were going in with her? Because that's what it feels like. I think it's possible. I mean, I don't want to speak in, in definites or in anything like that, but I think it's absolutely possible. Um, I mean, they've, they've changed their mind on her an awful lot, right? So They have. Because it's like when she was feuding with Bianca, it seems like they had a somewhat clear direction as to what they were at least intending to do with Alexa Bliss. And um, God, when's the last time we saw her? Was it that one time when she was like was being rumble. spooked out? No, it was, it was the, the rumble. rumble? Yeah, it was the rumble. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, oh, shit. So, I mean, what do you do from here? I kind of hope that with Alexa, I mean, it's the same thing. I hope with Alexa, they just take away the paranormal stuff and just have her be Alexa Bliss because she's sure. so, you know, she's just, you. it's so easy to just love Alexa Bliss, period. So, I do hope they go that direction. Jared says, uh, I get the analogy, Denise, except if you microwave popcorn and keep it in for too long, it doesn't explode. It burns. Oh, I didn't know that. See, because I always stop it right before. You see, okay. that, but you see what I mean, though, like that moment where you're like just waiting to see what's going to happen. Is it going to explode? Apparently it doesn't. It burns. A uh, 1LT photo says, Denise, your voice healed since the ATW pot. Did you lose your voice at Taylor Swift? Not really. It just sounds a little, but this is not my normal voice right now. This one here, it sounds like I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it kind of does. How how yeah. was the show? Did you have fun? Amazing. Did, did, were you at the like the 40 song one? Both of them. They were 44 songs each. Jesus. It was, three, Christ, it was a, a little over three hours. No, she took no breaks. If you want to count her changing clothes as a break, sure. But she had no breaks. 
girl was hustling. And then I got to see her leave and go into her car. Oh my God, I'm a oh stalker. No, everybody Denise. was there. And I just knew she was going to come out. So I was standing right there waiting. And then literally she came out. She was already dressed in her regular clothes and she got in her car and she left. It was amazing. I breathed the same air as Taylor. Jared says favorite Taylor's Taylor album and era. My favorite album and era is the Reputation era. What about oh, yours, Sean? Uh, whatever style is on. I think style is one of the best. I think it's one of the best songs, uh, best pop songs ever written. 1989. <clears throat> Omos defeated Mustafa Ali, who had a hilarious Hoobastank inspired song about retribution earlier today. Did you see that? So I saw the tweet and I saw the video. I didn't actually hear the song. All I saw was the hair and the microphone and, and all of that. I did, did get to see that, but I didn't play the actual sounds though. Yeah. Uh, we've got, <laughs> we got him getting his ass whipped in a matter of seconds. So WWE's Twitter did the full match Thing and they just showed Omos crushing him. The disrespect. Seconds. It was bad. Uh, you can hear the ref saying, go to the finish, too. And Omos just beat his ass while Dolph Ziggler watched on backstage and was like, I think Ali is doing this very, very well. If you want somebody to make Omos look very, very good, you know Mustafa Ali is going to do it. It's just like he's good at social media too like he's always really good at this like good. social media videos uh getting attention on twitter and stuff like that um based on what i saw from that video it seemed pretty funny and then uh <laughs> but this thing with omaz i mean i it, it's supposed to be a joke right like i'm supposed to laugh I, the squash I like it was I mean, meant to be funny right you just know the direction they're gonna go with this right after mania and that's omos doing nothing again no but i'm saying like mustafa ali taking this beating was supposed to be like a reason for it in probably. terms of his character right probably because i felt like that was the way that it did it like it felt almost like it should be like we're like, like it's supposed to be some sort of joke somehow sure. i don't know man I don't it know. was all right. It was to get Omos a win. Call me crazy says first time sending one in a while for Sean. I'd love to see you do my GM on 2K23. I thought about doing some streaming. I don't know if I'd do my GM. I don't know if I have the time to to put into that. I'm trying to I want to do the my rise thing though. So we'll see. It says secondly, you have to wonder with all the size comparisons with Omos and his hand being 14 inches wide. How does he benefit from Blue Chew Code Fightful? I mean, My it's God. a real question. We had Impulsive TV backstage. Logan Paul completely dismissed uh, The Miz, but also a funny little line in there. You could tell they were talking about Jake Paul, and he said, yeah, if he loses again, he's got to change his last name, which I thought was kind of funny. But um, we get Logan Paul out in front of the crowd, and he's cutting a bad promo, Denise. It's real bad like he's talking about other people named seth he's like seth rogan he's a nice guy how about seth curry he's not as good as steph curry but <laughs> and i'm just like ah, <laughs> all right and then his mic goes out and obviously it's it's planned it's a seth backstage screwing about with his mics but i'm just like mercifully that was over this promo was bad, Denise. Until until Rollins 
got got into things. What did you think of it before we got Seth popping up and and screwing about? So I think had they just done the part where Logan said that people always hate him and that people forget that they like him and this and that had they just left that part it wouldn't have been so bad but I think the bad part was when he got into the names because at that point you're thinking oh dude this is going a little too long and where are we going with this like am I supposed to laugh that you're making fun of someone's name like this is kindergarten stuff I got people in the chat saying it was it was good. I the was beginning like, was the not bad, Sean. Like it was, I like the beginning. It was, it was, For the me, beginning it was just the name bad. part. The name part, I think, was what was took lame. too long. I think had they just finessed it a little bit, it wouldn't have been so bad. Because I did like the part where he was basically saying, "I mean, it was pretty much a you people promo. Like you people didn't, sure. you know, you don't love me." And and there's that one kid that he said loved him and something. And so I get where he was trying to say because he does have a point in the sense that Logan Paul gets booed when he goes out there. The second he comes out or you talk about him, WWE fans, you're going to boo him. But then he goes out there, he does fun stuff in his match. And then afterwards, people end up liking Logan Paul. People cheer for him. Of course. And people always forget. So I thought there was a point that I got what he was trying to say there. It could have, like I said, it could have been sharpened a little bit better. But I just think it was too long-winded. It didn't need the name part. They could have just had a mute. Um, Seth Rollins could have just muted Logan Paul a lot sooner. And he was like, well, I'm not going to have a guest on there. So, I mean, that was, I thought that was good. Like he, he's so much of an egomaniac that he wasn't going to have a guest, but also I think we're past the point of people forgetting that he's not there, that he's good in the ring. Like we, he may have ended a pay-per-view. <laughs> he may have ended a pay-per-view. People still forget just because he, he comes with the like influencer, YouTuber. He's done a lot of things that he's been heavily criticized for. And, uh, I feel because of that, it's hard for people to get behind him. They need the a constant reminder, I think, for people to constantly be behind Logan Paul. Because if not, it's just Logan Paul, the YouTuber that you know. Yeah, ultimately, the segment was all right. But, I mean, then afterwards, I loved the brawl. I loved that. Seth almost didn't have a WrestleMania match at one point because he did that dive and got dropped right on his dome like he's very lucky i I don't want to say he's very lucky it's he's a fortunate that he's as good as he is and he can turn into that stuff Woo! oh my god i like how messy the brawl got afterwards when yes seth went up to the top rope i thought he was gonna go on because at that point logan paul was still on the commentary table and camera if i recall never actually showed logan paul getting off of the commentary table. So we're kind of just seeing Seth Rollins. And then all of a sudden he'd like, splashes onto the uh security guards that were out there and i thought that he was going to go into the do co- go into the commentary table so i did kind of like how like messy things looked because to me a brawl a fight should be messy it shouldn't look organized a, a fight should not be organized so to me this was a fun little post brawl i just think that had they sharpened this segment a lot more it would have actually hit but it, it did go a little bit too long just in the middle I loved the brawl. Loved it. Uh, I think he could have made fun of his clothes instead of the name. <laughs> I mean, the name thing sucked. I, I wonder, like, part of me wonders if they were like, okay, this is lame by design, so Seth could cut it off, and Seth could be the baby face for no, cutting off a dog I don't shit think it was promo. Lame by design. <laughs> no, it's one I of those don't think things. That's what they intended. It's one of those things where I hope it was, but I also hope it wasn't because it was bad. It was bad when they got to that point. But ultimately, I thought the segment, because of the brawl, ended up being pretty good. 
Yeah. So there's that. Cyclops says, Step host, what in the heavens are you doing with that popcorn? You know, I'm really uh, upset that people did not like my popcorn analogy, okay? I was very proud of that. Jared says, Alexa needs to step it up in the ring before I want to see her on top. Three horsewomen, Rhea, Bianca are much better in the ring. And I can't name one Alexa banger match, he says. Well, I mean, I, I think that Alexa, especially when they brought her up what what a lot of people thought was way too early, did pretty well. I mean, and she granted... Did. And granted, most of her matches that I look at and I was like, all right, those were really good. Were like they were tag matches. They had four people in them. The two two or three best matches I remember her having. I remember she had a banger with Mickey. Uh, she had a good one with Charlotte and a good one with uh, Nikki Cross as well. Uh, but most of them are, are about that level. Alex I just Diaz. think that, unfortunately, the recent matches that we've seen with Bianca were the ones, I mean, sorry, the ones with uh, Alexa are the ones that she had with Bianca. And they they didn't have chemistry with one another. And I feel like that kind of, you know, if you're just going to be thinking in terms of recent stuff, it wasn't good. But I sure. don't think that Alexa Bliss is bad by any means. I think she has good entertaining I matches. I was very surprised by the fact that she and Bianca didn't have the chemistry that I expected them to have. Alex Diaz says two quick questions. Does Roxanne get called up for Raw after Mania? Will Vicky manage Dominic with her contract expiring? Well, her deal's up in July. I got that directly from her. Um, I I think it wouldn't be a surprise if she did something involving him down the line. Uh, but I do think Roxanne probably gets called up sooner than later. I don't think they're going to spend a lot of time on her in NXT. Um, by the way, she's fine. She's fine. Everybody keeps asking. It's an angle. But yeah, I think she'll probably be up sooner than later. Easy ED says, you guys are a huge inspiration to me. Keep up the good work. And today's my 28th birthday. Well, happy birthday. We're very glad that you're spending it with us. Hope enjoy you your the last show. two years in your 20s. They go oh, by fast. Why you got to do that? What? 28 was my favorite <laughs> age. I'm telling him to enjoy it. As Edge a person promo. who's 30 now, I'm depressed, okay? Edge promo tells Finn to bring the demon. Now, this was speculated a while. It wasn't speculated. I saw the damn run sheet. It was supposed to be Edge versus the demon Finn Balor at Royal Rumble. Hell in a cell. That is now happening at Mania. I think it's probably better suited there, I guess. But how do you feel about the demon in this sort of Finn Balor? I feel like it's got to be different. It's got to be something fresh that we haven't seen out of the demon before. Please just, I'm going to say the exact same thing I said last week. Please just save the vision of the demon that I have because the previous vision of all of that Tolkien stuff that they had him do with Roman is the the most recent thing I have in my mind about the demon. And I need that so erased completely from my memory bank. So please, I will take anything that is good and new with, uh, with the demon Finn Balor. Please save him. I'm sorry, but it was just so bad. Yeah, I did like the Edge segment, though. It was, I didn't hate it. I, it was just, it felt, it was just different. It was different. And, but I don't know if it was different bad or different good. I'm a little bit indifferent on this one. Brawling Brutes drew to a 40-year-old virgin skit. Have you ever seen that movie, Denise? Yes, I have. I'm not a nerd. I rewatched it a couple weeks ago. It's one of my favorites. But I'm glad they did this. I didn't find it funny. <laughs> I really didn't, i didn't I think the lines funny. are funny 
I mean, I thought it was funny that they were a part of it, and I enjoyed that because I like them. I shouldn't think that it was. Which one's been the funniest fun. one? Which one's the first one? I think the Seth Rollins Becky Lynch one was funny. That was, was probably another one that I really like. I think that's honestly the best one that I've seen so far. the The quality, I don't think, has been good, but I'm glad that they're doing them because I just like the idea of them doing them. I thought that. Rhea and John Cena's was very good too, but that one wasn't supposed to be funny. Uh, but otherwise, I don't I don't think they've been very funny <laughs> by that. The only one that I didn't really like was the one with the Miz and Maurice, but maybe that's because I didn't really know the movie too well. Well, those so I thought it might be that anyway. the Stranger Thing ones I thought was really cool, but again, I didn't know the scene, so I, I like this one though. What did he Lorraine say? Holy, holy, holy! What did he say? He said, holy Jim Duggan. Or how, yeah, how did he one. say it? He said something. It was funny. And then the part where they were like, no, not did, the Did middle. a lot of cursing. He's a big time cursor. Yeah, it was funny sure. with the little WrestleMania bleep, bleep, bleep. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say it was bad. It just wasn't funny. There's another me. one, though, that we're forgetting and we're not talking about it. There's another one. I don't know. I mean, there's there's there were a few. I mean, there's Montez the and Bianca. One, have we? No, that's gonna be good, fellas. Uh, Montez yeah. and Bianca, uh, Titanic. But I mean, that one that was one all was right. Okay, that one was funny yeah. at the end. I had just seen Titanic twenty five year anniversary in theaters, so that was that was pretty cool. Uh, we got Lee Butler saying, "Well deserved, Denise." Not many people can say Mark Henry is their step host. <laughs> Lorenzo Torres <laughs> says, "Denise is the goat." So happy for you. You deserve everything as a viewer. You bust your butt, and I will support everything you do. Thank you. Denise, maybe you can uh, afford to stay in less shady Airbnbs now. Damn, bro. Call me out like that. Did just did you just poor people shame me? <laughs> I didn't poor people did I just shame get you. poor people shamed? I didn't poor people shame you. I know you can <laughs> you afford just said, to stay. Can you afford to stay someplace better, you peasant? Listen. <laughs> That's literally what you just said listen. to me. What? I don't want to go too into it, but was it not a shady situation? It's always a shady situation in San Antonio. I was going to say, look, unless I was staying at a like five-star resort or something, I think it was going to be I mean, pretty listen, shady. I grew up I grew up in a single-wide trailer. I'm not poor-shaming anybody. I'm just saying <laughs> I did not feel comfortable letting you out of a vehicle and not walking with you to your door. And then when I got there, you go... Oh yeah, and there's I that. You on it too. I was uh, yeah. like, nah, and, it's fine. And it's in the wee hours of the morning, and you're still like, oh yeah, there's that weird dude who's been staring every and night at three. There, yeah, and he was there. And then that horrible mirror incident happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Sean, I don't know what to tell you. Look, so, that was somebody all says Sean should pay her more. I'll, I'll tell you this: Denise is the highest paid reviewer That's... on any website. Period. <laughs> That that's not true. That is, that is not true. That is that's not true. true. That is not true. That's absolutely true. That is not the, true. You are the highest paid guest reviewer, technically. See, there you go. Guest reviewer. There's there you go. No See, wrestling you're finessing website. the details here. You're finessing the details. You're making it seem like I'm telling you're, you. You're making wrestling it seem Inc. like I the next muted wrestling ink ain't dropping that coin. Okay. I, I've never worked for wrestling ink. <laughs> Thank God. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Look, the point is, Sean. Hey, you know what? I I'll try my best not to stay at a shady place next time. Yes, that's all that? I'm saying is okay. please, please okay, don't get okay. yourself super murdered or anything. That would be cool. 
will you come out in my Netflix documentary? You're going to come out and be like, I told Denise not to stay in that shady place yes. and then her ass got murdered. Yes, they're going to run this not footage, what? Denise. What? They're going to run this damn footage, Denise. <laughs> she was warned. She had red she flags. <laughs> There's going to be people on Twitter oh. saying, well, her boss told her not to stay at these shady places in San Antonio. KE775 says, Gargano losing to Dominic feels wrong. WTF is that. Uh, I was shocked to see this. Dominic beating Johnny Gargano clean. Now, I had a lot of people that were like, oh, well, his ribs were taped. Doesn't matter. Everybody goes in with injuries. Dominic won this match clean as a damn sheet, Denise. Oh, he did. Gargano has other plans right now. He's facing Grayson Waller that weekend. I'm completely fine with that. That's coming back full circle because uh, Waller wrote Gargano off TV. Completely fine with that. For people asking where Waller was tonight, your boy did not report that. So I don't know. I'll find out if he was supposed to be there. But um, Gargano, I, I was just a little bit surprised that Dominic, of all people, because I got people saying, oh, well, hasn't he lost cleanly recently? I mean, they lost to, to Judgment Day last week, but he is a few weeks removed from pinning Finn Balor. He beat Otis. He beat Baron Corbin. He had that great elimination chamber showing. Like he was a guy, since he came back from injury, had been kind of protected. And I guess I'm just always surprised (laughs) when Dominic gets clean wins over anybody. And you could tell he was feeling it after this match, Denise. He was, he was like, he's like, dad, I'm going to go pay mom a visit. And listen, I ain't hating on him because th- when I get back in the ring, that's how I'm going to be feeling too. I'm going to be like, God damn it, Johnson McKenzie. I told you. I, I, I fucking told you. That's how I'll be. No, you might I'll not even get a word out. Exactly. I might pass out before it even happens. <laughs> I can't hate on the guy, but I ain't wrestling. I full can't time. wait to review whenever you get back in the ring. Oh, I'm going to do a watch along and everything. But I actually Can really like. Oh, please. We should do that, by the way. A roast of Sean Ross Sapp. Let's not do that. Oh, um, man. But I really like this match. And this is the exact type of person that Dominic needs to be in the ring with for extended periods of time. I think that's I think that's great. I like the match. I, I people seem to thought I think I was bothered by Dominic women. I wasn't bothered at all. I was just I didn't see it coming. Um, see, I was bothered that you tweeted that. And you want to know why? Because I was like, uh, how the hell did this guy not see this coming? Everyone Dominic? and their mother winning saw clean? it coming. Winning clean? Yeah. Everyone no, saw they, it coming. They did not everybody did not see it coming. I Dominic did. winning in some capacity for sure. I could see that. Damian Priest is hanging out outside the ring. So I could for sure see that. If Finn Balor was around, sure. Like, I could see him losing the match via interference or one of those things. Plus, they overbooked Johnny Gargano matches all to hell. This is what we used to call the Monday Night Monkey Paul, Denise, where it's like, oh, we say, they overbook his matches so much, I just want a clean finish. And then the clean finish is Dominic beating him. It's like, okay. Yeah, I get your point. Okay, I'll withdraw. I will I will withdraw my uh, negative feedback about your tweet. You know, sometimes it, the withdrawal method is best when that popcorn <laughs> is building up and building up and building up and it's about to explode and all that stuff well, or whatever it was. it doesn't explode. It burns. We learned that today. But anyways, 
So I have kind of split brain on this one, okay? There's part of me that is just thinking, oh, God, you really had Johnny Gargano just lose this way to Dominic Mysterio. And how is he getting better? How is he being booked better on NXT than on the main roster? This is really not what I was expecting because I love what they're doing with him and Grayson Waller on NXT. I think it's great. I'm a fan of it. I'm liking what they're doing with him on NXT so much more than what I've seen in the last couple of months on Raw. And that to me is baffling that I'm even saying that. So that's one part of my brain. The other part of it is thinking, well, Denise, what did you expect? They haven't been doing much with Johnny Gargano on, on the main roster. Uh, Dominic Mysterio's going into this, you know, possible, I'm assuming they're going to do Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio, which at this point they should, because if not, it's just a big old tease. Um, so what did you expect? It's not like if this is really going to, necessarily hurt the guy given the booking of him on the main roster so far so I'm really have I'm conflicted that's a little bit of where I'm at like part of me could easily be angry and upset about it but then the other part is like well what did you expect so there's a few things like I saw people saying well aren't they building up Dom for Ray they don't got to build Dom for Ray with wins Dom is the little shit that we want to see get hit by his father Johnny does have a PLE match coming up, but I'm glad that they're setting that up with him having injured ribs because him having injured ribs in a match with Grayson Waller, that that's a that's a good story too. I don't know if Gargano losing ahead of a match with Grayson Waller is the best idea because again, or at least losing clean because Dom, it, we we just want to see Dom get his ass whipped. That's it. Like I, I don't know. Uh, I think it would have been easier. It would have been easier because, like you said, the story here is what do we, the people, want to see? We want to see Rey Mysterio finally beat the crap out of his son, right? (laughs) Am am I wrong here? That's not what the people want to see. That's what the people want to see. So he's getting, he's supposed to be getting under people's skin. That's what he's supposed to be doing. So shouldn't his wins be with the help of somebody else? Because then it's like he's getting by, but he's getting by at the end of somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that that's his gimmick is that he is completely underqualified to be here, that he right. sh- he does not belong in there and needs help. And yeah, that, that's what so I always now, perceive the gimmick is to be. OK, so then now I'm leaning more towards the side of I should be angry about this. Yeah, I just I can't be <laughs> arsed to be angry. Um, well, this is Lorenzo- the most angry I'll be about it. Is this Lorenzo says, what do you think Dom does to make Ray accept it? I think he should attack Conan at the induction speech. I think he should beat the living shit out of Conan on the Hall of Fame stage. Look, I, think you should do. I didn't want there to be an angle at the Hall of Fame because I truly wanted to see a nice, respectable, classy induction. But uh, but it seems to me that that is the only possible solution or scenario to actually making this match happen. You know what? Does Conan use a cane to get around right now? Like, I don't, mm. I don't know. I I know he he had, he had a surgery. So Mm. Uh, somebody's asking what sub count we would do for uh, the, the SRS roast. Listen, we like during brawl out, we got up to like 11,000 and, I've come to terms with the fact that we'll settle between seven to 8,000. That's how we'll usually be. If we break the record again, then I'll do it. Oh, so you're talking Fightful Select subs then? Yeah. It was a number We need a number, Sean. I I said if we break the record, eleven. if we've got back to 11,000, I'd be thrilled. I mean, now granted, people were getting bit back then. People were having fights and all that stuff. 
Like, so it's, it's hard, so hard to imagine that. But 11,000 Fightful Select subscribers. Sure. And we will sure. do a roast of Sean Ross app. Yeah. We still, got some, stuff, yeah. We still, still got some stuff planned for 10,000 because, you know, once the, the month ended, we had a lot of people fall off and all that stuff. But hey, just five bucks. Best $5 in the business. If you try it once, I promise you guys are going to like it. Uh, we post so much exclusive stuff over there, but uh, I'm scaling back on the plugs. Just do it, okay? We already read that one. Ryan McClure says, stopping in for my weekly hellos. Do you guys going to hit you all with a question? Can we get an answer on how big Batista's dick is? Denise? So I think I saw Batista at IHOP, by the way, one time. Either that or versus Doppelganger. I mean, his thing wasn't out, but I, I, I was like, oh, shit, I think that's Batista. So I'm still wondering if that was Batista at IHOP. Now, Iron, Iron Sheik said 10 inch. So there you go. I don't know. I don't know. How would I know? Ardu, it says, as a former San Antonian, if you all come to Airbnb again, you got to stay on the north northwest side. Downtown to east side is always sketchy. You're telling me. Izzy says, SRS, quick thoughts on Usman Leon. Well, uh, my quick thoughts are, man, Leon was just begging to give up a point during that fight. Just begging to. Uh, I've got... No interest in watching Colby Covington fight for a championship. He's lost two of them. The the just him talking and being inactive to me is not better than Bilal Muhammad going on this win streak or the guy he's fighting uh, at this point having these banger fights. Uh, I think Leon Edwards is is really great for MMA and having. I think he was disrespected for a very long time. Glad to see that Kamara Usman was a great champion too. Jonathan Corona says, let's say FTR returned to WDB at Raw after Mania. They challenged KO and Sammy for the titles, but the Usos want the rematch. What would you do? Give the Usos a rematch or make it a triple threat match? Rematch. Rematch, and that's how FTR debut. Uh, by the way, I do have an interview with Dax Harwood ahead of his uh, LA live show, which is next Thursday at the Biltmore Millennium Hotel. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, if you're in the area, I'm going to swing by there. He invited me by, so I'm going to see what that's like. Going to go by Wale Mania as well, but I got that interview with Dax Harwood dropping this week. A lot of early stories will be up on FightfulSelect.com and uh, early access for Tier 2 members as well. Sean, are you going to hang out with me in L.A.? Did you see that media schedule? I don't think I'm going to be able to not hang out with you in LA. Jesus Christ. I know. I saw it. I know I applied Listen, for everything. I applied better, for everything. Better too many than not enough. I'll say that. I already it, made my schedule. Like, even though I haven't been approved for anything, I already made it. It's brutal, man. It is brutal. It's like I'm going to try events, I think. I, I'm actually and very all happy. Over town, kind of. I'm very happy for the time change because I'll be adjusting. Yeah. But uh, Omar Diaz says, SRS, for Dom versus Ray, Dom could attack, uh, Dom could accidentally attack Angie. Well, that's what he intimated. That's what he implied. Uh, he was did throw he some shots it. at his mom. And well, yeah. with him saying that he was going to ask his mom for permission to face uh, Ray Mysterio. And then he was saying yeah. that his dad had to get his balls out of his mom's <laughs> purse. <laughs> uh, Fightful Select had reported this weekend that, or today that. OTs would be doing a bit of a spa day, and that's what Chad Gable finds. But Otis sided with Chad here and goes out with his partner for their match. However, um, Ricochet ends up defeating Gable. They are all a part of this showcase. Uh, 
what did you think of this segment? First off, we like once you've interviewed Otis in person, like we have you you really see the untapped charisma. Like he's so quick witted and he's just so natural with this stuff. I, I cannot possibly convey how much more there is to what he's got than what we see. It is something very special that one day will be unlocked somehow. We're seeing glimpses of it here, though. What did you think of what we saw just with Gable and Otis? I was surprised that he didn't right away, that they didn't do it right away where he went with Maxine. I thought they would have done that fast. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't, I was like, okay, we're they're still, you know, playing towards it. But I thought this was hilarious. Oh my God. See, that's the thing with Otis is that he can, or OTs, um, he can make all of this work because there are certain people that can do, you could literally give certain people the worst comedy bits ever and because some people just have natural like natural like comedic instincts they can do anything and make it work they could literally make the shittiest prompt work and i think that is something that that otis is really really good at where he can just go there and be like extending his hand because he wasn't necessarily doing anything too funny he was just extending his hands out he was there with his cucumbers had anybody else done that it wouldn't have been funny but he did it and it was funny so he just has that natural comedic instincts and oh man he's so great though in those interviews uh, he's the only person or one of the only people that you can just kind of mess around with and get some good content out of it where you can't really do that with a lot of people. What's the percentage Wood says is this maximum male models and uh, OC match new the thing, the new Veer is coming or what? No, like I, I think that what they're doing, they're, they had a, they've got something in mind. Now I heard there were some, some rewrites and stuff, but I just think that this is, I think it's a good method. It's him doing something different. And the reality is Gable can recruit somebody else. Like if there's one thing that we've seen with Chad Gable, it's that he can work with a number of different partners and work very, very well. We've seen it with Shelton. We've seen it with uh, Otis. Does he have to have a partner? Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. But I do think that he works well off of somebody as well. Uh, Adam says is Otis WWE's version of Chris Farley. Yeah, he's got a very Chris Farley-ish type of type of humor in his reactions as well. Jay Miller says the tag title showcase matches need to be number one contenders matches. What happened to Carmella? I have asked about Carmella. I don't know. She was already pulled from live events this weekend. Uh, but I agree. The tag the, the the showcase matches, Denise, the four ways should absolutely be top contender matches. Why not? Tell us it's worth something. Right. And you know, it's funny because I missed the the live announcements when those were made and I didn't see it till afterwards. And when I did, I automatically assumed that they were for the number one contendership. And then I realized they weren't. I was like, oh, okay. But I, I had previously assumed that it was. So um, Greek Steakhouse says, it pains me that the crowd was not going crazy for Gable Ricochet. Both are unreal. It's like watching a real life video game. It, Yeah. The crowd was a little off tonight. I, yeah. I sensed it. it. It was a bit of a bummer. Chelsea Green was backstage. She said Carmella wasn't there. She got Piper Niven to fill fill in. She wants to be in the Mania match too, but Denise, they lost. Can they coexist? Well, Asuka and Bianca can coexist. At least during the match. There, uh, now, I just want to say this. 
I'll always love the KOD on Piper Niven. It looks great. The kick that Asuka did got 100% blocked by Bianca, and she still just, like, fell to the mat. Like, she just, she completely blocked it, and it still felt, still, I was like, ah, oh, come on. I kind of feel like this build between Asuka and Bianca has felt really disjointed in a way where one second they're doing the whole Asuka is going to respect Bianca and they're going to respect each other and all of this and this and that. And then they just kind of lead to this, you know, can they coexist angle? And then from there, it's just the assault from Asuka to Bianca. To me, it all kind of felt very lazy in terms of things were happening, but nothing was really happening in between to lead to all of the actions that we were seeing. I felt like this was a very, very uh, generic way of putting this match together. I think that they could have thought outside the box here with this, implement some of Asuka's really good characteristics that she has. And I don't think I've really... Here's the thing. Like, when Asuka came out and on, at the Royal Rumble and, you know all of this, I feel like I was expecting to see something new from Asuka. And I've suddenly realized that they're not really doing anything that's too new with her. And I feel like that is the big missing piece here in this feud. And with Bianca, I feel like Bianca, it does a really good job of like feeding off the other person. And I don't necessarily see that happening in this feud between Asuka and Bianca. And I feel really bad because I feel like, again, like I've said so many times, we know the match is going to be good. That's not the issue. But I do think that they have dropped the ball with the buildup of this feud to the point where it's just like, oh, yeah, Asuka and Bianca is happening cool but nothing more nothing less two of the most physical convincing performers in wwe and we're getting like oscar doing the smile thing and all that and then this uh, i didn't think the execution was good in in the the post-match stuff and i'm just like this i wanted to see this out of these two immediately after elimination chamber oscar should have been like she she's the same as she was the last go around they that's it kept her in a box where they're yeah. not really letting her explore these other versions of herself i feel like they have really boxed in oscar to be the exact same thing that we've been seeing all along yeah i i can't wait for the match like i think the match is going to be incredible it's just like the build eh. we got uh in Simmons saying Ricochet and Chad put on a banger, still waiting them to let Ricochet go off. Go watch him versus Keith Lee. Hope to see both as uh, top mid cards soon. Ricochet is one of the most unbelievable performers in, in, on the planet, period. Like anybody that saw his stuff before WWE know that he's capable of even more. I heard some people say, oh, well, there were this is awesome chants during this match. I heard like a smattering of them, but I didn't hear like overwhelming, just no, this is it wasn't awesome. overwhelming. Mm mm. Uh, I've been like, I, by the way, I asked about Carmella. I was told nobody knows yet. So hopefully everything's okay. Obviously Corey Graves is at work tonight. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that's a, a, a okay sign. Tom Germano sends a super chat and says for Denise's next box of popcorn. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't even like popcorn. <laughs> Only just a little bit. Lorenzo says, is there any truth to the reports that Big E was supposed to confront LA Knight at Mania? 
Well, obviously, you can't tell, Denise. I've, I've dealt with a broken neck, and no matter how you look on the outside, can't really explain how you feel on the inside. And Big E, as we know, looks very good on the outside because we've seen him a couple times. Like, good God, he looks like a million bucks. He doesn't oh, like. He back. doesn't look real. He's like an action figure. Yeah, it's it, but I hope so. I haven't heard anything to that though. G Bro says, "What's the best flavor of fruit leather?" Uh, I like cherry. Cherry is very, very good. <laughs> it's my favorite. Love eating that leather. I know you do. You know what else I like, Denise? What? NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I'm about to come to your city next week. I'm going to be oh my on, God, on next week. Next week. I'm going to be on that hotel Wi-Fi, that airport Wi-Fi, the plane Wi-Fi. I got to keep my data secure. Got to shield it from snoops and criminals. You know all those those little Twitter wannabes are trying to get my scoops, Denise, and I can't let them. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That allows me to keep these geriatric turds off my secure internet line. So that way my phone, my laptop, my desktop, my PC, the router, the smart TV, all that stuff's covered with one subscription to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And while those old geezers are busy not being relevant, I'm out here saving money on that UFC pay-per-view this past weekend. Somebody said, oh, hey, you want to know? I want to know your thoughts on Usman and Edwards. Well, I tell you what, I enjoyed the show a lot more because I paid like 15 bucks for the pay-per-view instead of 80 because I used an overseas service. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I can get the uh, old uh, WWE Network interface back with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You get three great tiers as well. You get a great deal, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a free gift at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Really, this is our most versatile, uh, our most used sponsor in the world. I absolutely love this. I always love hearing from you guys, and you guys tell me what you use it for. Uh, you've you've heard about them from Huffington Post, Wired, BuzzFeed, Forbes, all the greatest publications in the world, especially Fightful, which is much more prestigious than any of them. Shield your data from snoops and criminals. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. Secure every device you own. Add extra layers of security to your digital life. File encryption tool, password managers, VPNs, the fastest VPN in the world. NordVPN.com slash Jonathan Corona says, uh, hey, Denise, are you tired of the rain? Because in SoCal, uh, we're here comes more rain tomorrow and Wednesday. Are you tired of it or do you like the rain? I saw that when I looked up the forecast, Denise. Dude, it's been so lame lately. Like the last couple of like the last month, month and a half, it's been raining here so freaking much. And here's the thing. In California, you almost can't complain about the rain because then you're a jerk because we've been in a drought yes. for like ever. And then it's like, oh, so you want to be in a drought. But at the same time, like, bro, this ain't Seattle. This is beautiful, sunny California. I don't want none of this rain. And it sucks. Honestly, rain sucks because everything gets wet. There's holes that like potholes everywhere. It's just it's not ideal. And people don't like to drive out in the rain. It's not fun. We're not used to this lifestyle is what I'm trying to get at. We're not used to it. My heart weeps for you. It was 22 degrees yesterday. It's raining the next two days. Then it's going to be 72 degrees. Sean, we're used to it being here all the time at like 70 degrees every day. A what's, beautiful, it, what's it clear like there? What, what should I pack next week? Is it like hoodie and jacket weather? What the hell? 
Well, in the mornings, it's been kind of cold, honestly. Like, okay. it's those mornings where it's cold, and then in the daytime, it gets a little bit, like, hot, but then it'll get chilly. And then at yeah. night, it's definitely chilly. But I haven't – I don't check the weather. It's not, like, a thing I mean, that only, I do. I've only so. experienced L.A. in July, so – should be fun. The line drive says this feud isn't great, but I also think Bianca as she is now is running on fumes as a character and needs a change or addition soon. I am in agreement with that. I think after this mania match, we need to see an adjustment. If she wins this mania match, I think we should see the ego come out a little bit. Like yeah, she's I like, agree. I am Mrs. WrestleMania. I, this is, I would love it if Bianca is like the new streak. I think that would be really, really dope. Yeah, that would be good. Because I mean, the reality is, I don't know if there's a woman who's three and zero at WrestleMania right now. Like, I think like Sable and AJ Lee are the two that are two and zero besides Bianca Belair. I was trying to put together a stats piece recently, so like I don't think there it should is be a- kind of easy to do because it's not like there's you know that many that they haven't there wasn't that really that many women's WrestleMania matches. You can pretty much go through yeah. and get all those stats pretty easy. I feel. Um, but yeah, yeah I would Sable, definitely like to see that. Sable is 3-0. and uh, Bianca Belair has the opportunity to match that this year. They could play off of that very, very easily, and I wish they would. But uh, yeah, bring a sweater. Deontay says, yo, loved Raw tonight. Great ending. Otis killed me. Chelsea Green is 11 out of 10. Much love, Denise and Sean, as always. Up and down show, but enjoyed myself. And hey, that's what's important. As long as you're enjoying yourself, you're hanging out with us, we appreciate it a lot, but uh, I agree. Otis was great. Love the finish. Chelsea is killing it in this role. She is proving that she is a great television character. Good for her. Good for her. We see Rhea Ripley out in the ring. She's cutting her promo. Uh, the delivery, I think, is better. The promo is still a little bit lacking emotion, but that's Rhea. She's not supposed to have a ton of emotion. I thought she had emotion. Well, that was a little bit. I thought that that was the thing, though, with Rhea, is that one of the things that she said was that she was going to be the biggest star in WWE. There's a lot of people that say that, and you're like, I am buying it. With Rhea, you buy it completely. Like, you don't have to force me to be like, oh, yeah, that's not true. She is one of the biggest stars in WWE. She's She also, she has a transcendent quality to her. Like, anytime my wife has friends over to watch the wrestling shows, they're like, who is that? Like exactly that anytime I've got somebody over that or I've had multiple people that would like in, in the fitness world or MMA world be like, who is this person that you interviewed? Who is this? And it's it's usually Rhea. It's like she's just got that that special thing. Uh, I I've, but I saw people say, oh, she needs more emotion in her promos. I don't think she does in this one. She's supremely confident in herself and she's coming back for revenge against Charlotte for ruining her like what she saw was her mania moment a few years ago when charlotte won the rumble so to me i I feel like the character of Rhea is supposed to be kind of cold in a way Mm. you know she doesn't give a rat's ass about anybody she's not going to care about your feelings or your emotions she's supposed to be this tough you know this tough individual who's cold and mean and and tough and badass like that to me is all of those things that encompass Rhea. So for me, when you're the whole emotion thing, I feel like it doesn't necessarily, I feel like she doesn't necessarily need that because to me, I read her more as like being so, you know, she's, she's Rhea Ripley. She's going to be like cold. Like that's the way that I read it. And uh, I just, man, I'm so ready for her to win that match. And then she, she gets interrupted by Bailey 
and damage control. And when FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, posted this rundown, people were like, how does this make sense? It makes sense because Rhea Ripley don't give a shit. She doesn't care about who you are or what affiliation you have. She is the biggest badass on that roster. Also, she corrected the record. She also mentioned this in an interview I did with her last year, Denise. Like they had her listed at five seven forever, and I was like, "You're the tallest five foot seven person." Period. How tall is she? Well, she said that they measured her when she first came over, and she was five seven, but she hit a bit of a growth spurt, and she's five nine. Plus, you know, she's got boots on, so she appears a lot taller. Probably didn't do her any favors that Charlotte was wearing heels in like their first segment. And Charlotte was like three inches taller. But uh, we saw this match with Rhea and, and Bailey. And of course, you know, we got the, the, the Becky, Trish, Lita involvement, Becky out there with popcorn, but they were knocking the shit out of each other. This is a match I've always wanted to see. Thought we would probably see it on like a pay-per-view or something like that. But right now, there's no, it doesn't seem like there's a real path for it anytime soon. So I'm okay with them doing it here. Thought it was a really good match. Just and Rhea, Rhea had to win. And Bailey losing helped add to her match that she's having at WrestleMania because she got screwed over. But uh, I, I love this. And Rhea just wrestling in what she showed up in. She looked badass doing that too. This felt like a match that needed to feel like a bigger deal, though. I will say that because if you're going to have Rhea and Bailey, I just, I don't know. Something was missing in the sense that maybe it was the crowd not being as, you know, really into it as you would expect. Or I don't know. I just felt like there was something missing here because I thought, oh, man, like we're seeing Rhea versus Bailey, And this should feel like a bigger deal. And I do think that was one of the things that I felt was missing where it didn't feel like that big of a deal. Um, the match itself was, you know, perfectly fine. I like seeing, you know, Becky and uh, Trish and Lita and all of them get involved with with all of this. This was perfectly fine. But again, I think the big the big fight feel for me was kind of missing here. And I mean, I'm sure they could do that in the future, um, because I'm especially considering the nature of these performers. But uh, yeah, uh, it was. It's one of those matches that obviously could be a title match, but I, this I think it could be like main event status, course, man. Like it could be. Yeah, this could definitely, like, I would love to see, you know, what Bailey did with Bianca Belair when Bianca Belair became champion in the series of matches that they had. And then, you know, even afterwards when she came back and they resurfaced that feud and all of the series of matches that they had then after that too, I would love to see something like that between Bailey and Rhea. I think that would be really cool. Patrick Reyes says the real winner is the fan who got Becky's popcorn. Parker says, would you all be excited about a Dom Rhea wedding? Yeah, I think that would be Let's fun. not do that to Rhea. No, she doesn't deserve fun. that. I think there's a fine line that you don't. But then again, hold the phone. Here's the Listen, thing. Listen. What? A video gets played of Dom cheating on Rhea, and then Rhea hits him with a riptide while in her wedding dress. That's better. That's better because I feel like baby face. Yes, because I feel like it's WWE, it's sports entertainment. They love to do weddings and weddings are always a big, you know, drama, yeah. whatever. But at the same time, let's not do Rhea Ripley dirty. Like this is somebody who's going to be a top star for many years to come. You don't want to have that like dark Denise. spot in her reputation. You know, what did I say? I just, did I say something? No, 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 no. I just realized how they would do it, Denise. Oh, what? What? 
I don't even want to put it out in the universe. Put do it out. Know, I need to know. Do you know who they would have him cheating with? Vicky. No, Sean, put that back. <laughs> Close it all up. That's, That's the last person do. that I was expecting. No, no, they, they would, would not. Do. It's WWE. No, that's too. No, that's too. No, Denise. no. Maybe back then. I don't think they do it now. Oh, no. Things have changed. They're a little different now. I hope. Oh, God. No, damn, I, hope. I think you're thinking like old WWE brain. <laughs> I'm thinking one guy specifically is what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, Vince Wood. Vince oh, would. Oh, and he listen. would. Oh, he would. Okay, like so, today, he would. So let, let's tackle this because I, every day of my life, I got people saying, Vince back, Vince back, Vince back. Got to be Vince. Got to be Vince. Got to be Vince. Until I see the constant rematches every single week, I'm not going to say Vince is back. What I will say is Triple H has told talent, as I reported on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Vince has some input. He has final, Triple H has final say. I do think there are probably a few things where he's like, yeah, sure, old man, you're helping. And he'll change a couple things. I just know that's what he would pitch. I just know that's what he Here's the thing, like, if, okay, here's the thing. What? what? Just thinking about it. Okay, here's what I'm, here's my Thinking about how horrible and awkward and terrible that would be. Yeah. What percentage... Would you constitute back for Vince McMahon? Would it have to be 100% for you to say, oh, he's back back? Because for no. me, it sounds like we're doing like a, I don't know, a 98, 98% had, is if, Triple H, 2% right now is Vince McMahon. Yeah, and what I would believe What percentage would you be like, okay, at this point, he's back, even if it's just like him helping with 30% he had, of the creative. If he had final say, if he had final say, that's how I would say he's back. I mean, honestly, if you're Triple H... Ask saying, oh, Vince, you want to give some input? I get it. Guy ran the company for a long time, but woof. Um, in Simmons says, Bailey felt a little baby face, maybe a turn soon. I think we're more likely to get a Rhea baby face turn. A775 says, Triple H not done a good job at the women's division. None of the four matches at Mania feels feel very special. I'm perplexed with some of his decisions, like coexist and Bailey versus Rhea. I agree. I think there should be more story put into these matches. I think that there should have been uh, more stock put into this. Uh, I, I think that each one of these stories should have been developed better. Again, I keep talking about the Peter Griffin versus the chicken story. That should have been Rhea and Charlotte, or even better, Bianca and Asuka should have been these two absolute dominant physical forces that are like, screw you, no screw you. We're just going to fight each other the whole time. Cannot be in the building. Can't be in the same vicinity as one another. Adam Pierce says, no, one of you is going to go hang out on SmackDown until Mania because I can't deal with this shit type of thing. Like, just, I believe that those two would look at each other and puff out their chests and be like, I'm fighting you because you're here. Completely separate of the title. I just think that the build hasn't been good for these people, and it's it's unfortunate. Sasha and Bianca was a horrible build too. And it's one of my favorite matches ever. So look, I'm on the side of, I think Vince has a lot more input than we might imagine. I don't think it's a 98, 2% type of deal. I think it's way more than that. And the reason I say this is because, and it's just a gut feeling. And the reason I say this is because 
I remember when Triple H started, you know, doing the creative and was running these Raws, there was specific things that he did that felt different where, you know, there would be a Raw, for example, one day where we remember the whole Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins feud, how they were starting off Raw in that kind of, you know, just doing different stuff. I feel like there was more attempts on a Triple H show to do different things. And all of that, I have not seen that anymore on Raw. You could tell when there was an attempt to try something different. And now I don't see those attempts anymore. I I can't explain it. Like I'm sitting here and I've been watching Raw every week. And I feel like it's just something that's been sort of, there's just too much that does not align with Triple H than more than aligns with Triple H. I mean, I'm, I'm just completely open to the idea that he might not be a great booker. <laughs> so, and I get that, that too. But, wouldn't, but there was the there thing, was though. plenty of stuff. There was plenty of stuff during Black and Gold NXT that I looked at. Like this guy was the same guy putting like Enzo and Cass against Sylvester Lafort and whoever the hell that other guy was. Like I, they, there were there were absolute misses. If you remember, that's the what I'm saying. Baron Corbin program. Where's the effort? of at least trying to do something different. That's what well, I'm I mean, seeing. Like, I'm not really noticing that anything necessarily different is being tried. Not having the same matches every week is about as different as I think it is. Like, and, and that's some, too bare minimum for me. I think it's too bare minimum we, just to. We weren't we weren't seeing that bare minimum with. Vince I know from this we definitely ever. weren't. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying though. I still expect more from Triple H than just oh let's not have the same matches. Because I'll week. tell you what was happening. Vince was forgetting that he had booked matches and he's like, I like the idea of this match. And somebody would say, uh, Hey homeboy. It was, it was booked three weeks ago. And I, I see people saying like, Wendy Chu is not an upgrade from TN Shaw. That gimmick won't survive main roster, bro. What are you talking about? That, that was made for the main roster that Santino Morella. If, if Santino Morella was a woman, that's Wendy Chu's character right now. Like that's how that, that would absolutely work out. But TN Shaw, was a big miss like Solomon Crow. Like he had some bad booking over there as well. Do you remember like like they, there were just there were some misses there and that's when he was booking 1 to 2 hours of TV a week. Now he's got 5 that like on his slate. So I don't know, my gut feeling is that there's just I don't know, there's something weird there. I'm sure. I'm sure it's possible. Greek or Greek steak sauce says Ray comes shooting out of the wedding cake and Rye says love her in ring work, but I don't get Charlotte flair. And I think Rhea is being hurt by being paired with her. The match will be awesome, but Charlotte has felt forced over the years to drive up reins. Uh, they really, Rhea really wanted a better uh, one for Rhea in this feud. I agree. I think it should have been Rhea versus Bianca. I think and it should have been Rhea versus Becky. And I know that that was not the option, but I'm saying how they worked been- this out way yeah. before ahead of time i think it should have been Rhea becky both wrestlemania main event caliber i think that bringing back charlotte just completely abruptly like that and being like title obviously it wasn't what they had planned they had ronda planned in that spot ronda didn't want to do it more on that this weekend on fightfulselect.com please subscribe but that threw a wrench into their plans but still it's like you write the show you can decide what happens right exactly that's what i'm saying like I feel like they just, they did that big tease between Rhea and maybe I'm exaggerating when I say big because it was just a stare down, but I'm, 
on a show like this and on what that show was back then, to me, that was a big enough tease to be like, oh, this is the direction we may be headed in. Alex Diaz says, SRS, what is the chance that Jay White debuts at Mania or Raw after Mania? Will Bad Bunny wrestle at Backlash? Imagine the heat of Bad Bunny versus Logan or Bad Bunny versus Dom. I don't think they do Bad Bunny versus Logan because that's putting an awful lot of trust into people who aren't really wrestlers. I think Bad Bunny versus Dom in a bit of a squash, like a five-minute match, could absolutely happen, Denise. Bro, Bad Bunny's got to go on tour, bro. I don't know if he's if I would trust him in there with Dom either. Yeah, I mean, gotta take care they, of the guy, man. He's got to go travel quick, around the world. Ray and Bad Bunny against Dom and somebody else, like yeah. in a quick tag, would be good. Percentage Jay White debuts after Mania or Raw after Mania. I think if it happens, it happens then. So I'll say 50 50. I, I would absolutely say that. Rob Reed says Wendy Chu wouldn't get over. One of the most overacts in wrestling is a guy who shoves his hands in his pockets. Yeah, I think Wendy Chu I absolutely would get over on the main roster and would carve out a really really nice spot because until we saw chelsea green popping up we didn't have a lot of comedy based characters on the women's side of things and you need that you need that variety and not only that i think that wendy chu is better in the ring than santino was and santino was able to nail down the comedy aspect very good i think she can do both of them yeah, and I just think about it from like a marketing standpoint. I, you know, let's not forget that a huge percentage of like there's a lot of kid wrestling WWE fans, a lot of families. I feel like Wendy Chu is a character made for that. Onesies, well, while also still masks, going to the ring and kicking butt, you know. Onesies, uh, face masks. Uh, I would so buy a pillows. Wendy Chu onesie. There you go. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns promo. Oh, boy, did I love this. Roman Reigns is like, you run from everything. You ran from WWE because you didn't want to do the Stardust thing. You started a company. You couldn't get over there. So you ran away. So you came here. You got over, but you're going to lose, and you're going to run away again. Said he's going to run away like a little bitch, Denise. Uh, these lines were very any anytime WWE does drop that even vague AEW reference, it is a little bit of ooh. I love the references. I We've love been acknowledging getting a few history. more recently. Good, and I say good if they're they're healthy and they're they're just fun and in the spirit of competition, good. But also, wrestling history is wrestling history. Everybody knows where the hell Cody was. We ain't dumb. Roman isn't treating anybody like he's dumb. I thought that Roman killed it here. This is the Roman I wish we saw for so many years. This is the Roman we should have saw after he beat The Undertaker. This is my yard. Should have been him from there on out. I love this part, Denise. I love this version of Roman. I've been loving this version of Roman, but this was great, man. I mean, you nailed it right there with that line about, you know, him running about him saying that he ran away because he didn't want to do Stardust. And then him saying he ran away from AEW because well, he didn't actually say AEW, but, you know, alluded to it um, because he didn't get over it. I thought that was very interesting for him to go that direction and mentioning it there. I thought that was really good. And the stuff that Roman and Cody that they've been doing, I feel like Roman has really come out of this, like looking very strong, like the last interaction that they had where he put down the belts in front of Cody and was like, do you have one of these? Hell, have you ever even main evented a WrestleMania? This, this, and that. I thought he did a really good job then. I like what he did now. Um, the the little bitch line 
always gets me. It's my favorite. It's my favorite insult. My favorite insult is the little bitch insult always and forever. It's one of my favorite insults. Um, but I like that from on Cody Rhodes side of things. I want to talk about what I liked from his side and what finally that I liked that Cody did was he finally put his foot down about people talking about his father. Yes. I think this was the first time where we really saw him put his It wasn't the grimace. Down. It wasn't the tear. It was the cut that shit out. Exactly. Him telling Roman that, you know, the Usos are going to leave him and that his everything's going to fall apart and he's no longer going to be, you know, a tribal chief and this and that. I thought that was really good too, because mainly because Roman sold that very well with his facial expressions where you can kind of tell that he did a really good job of selling the fact that Cody got into his head with what he said about that. And that to me was something that I really enjoyed to uh, seeing. Um, the stuff with, with uh, Solo Sokoa, because Solo Sokoa has always just been the muscle, right? It almost like yes. he's just the muscle. Like he's not, you don't see him as the thinker of the group by any means. He's just the muscle. And in this time, Cody directly insulting Solo Sokoa and basically telling him like, oh yeah, I knew you weren't ready as he's walking out. And Solo finally reacting to somebody throwing a direct insult at him. And the fact that Solo Sokoa has been built up very strong for him to go in and try to get the Samoan spike on uh, on Cody, but Cody blocking that, I thought that was a really good exclamation well, point right there. And Roman would not allow Solo to pursue it. And this is after Cody said, we know what's going to happen. Jay's going to leave you because he hates you. Jimmy's going to stick with Jay. Heyman's going to go work with Brock because that's what he always does. So you're going to be alone. I loved what Cody did. I loved his answer because he's going to be like, you keep talking about my family, my father being gone. You're not going to have anybody either. Like you're going to have nobody. And I also love that Roman was like, no, 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 no. Solo is not going to mess with his main event money for anything. I think that is also a, a little bit, maybe it's some foreshadowing. Because I think that Roman believes Solo can completely just fuck up Cody. I think that he has that confidence in him. But to me, this said, my WrestleMania paycheck is more were more worth my time than your pride. So all that stuff that he just said to me and to you, me getting that payday for WrestleMania, he's my paycheck right now. And you don't, you don't get to mess with that no matter what he said to you. Maybe I'm just reading too much into that, but damn, I love that. I thought that was great. It's a good way to implement Solo Sokoa for sure, because besides this, we haven't really seen him be really, I mean, yeah, he's obviously been part of the storyline, but not in the same way that the Usos are, yeah. not in the same way that Paul Heyman is. Uh, it's been different for him. And so now I'm starting to see a little bit of that focus shift just a tad. We got some more super chats. Get them in, guys. We are heading down the home stretch. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. I cannot explain to you how important that is uh, for YouTube's algorithm and all that stuff. So please tap that thumbs up. Uh, even after the video, if you don't mind, comment on it. That helps. You want to help us uh, spread the word as well over on Apple. You can leave us a nice review, even if you watch the video format. Sean says, do Roman and the Usos lose all their titles at Mania, or does Cody continue chasing the title till he wins? Sean says, does Cody win the title at Mania? And Adi says, Roman was originally slated to retain against The Rock or Austin at Mania, 
Do you think anything's changed with Cody replacing them and why? There's been a lot of steam picking up lately, Denise, people saying rain should win, rain should win. I disagree. I think it's time. It's been two and a half years. I think the more interesting paths are Roman Reigns loses and what happens to the Roman Empire, what happens to the bloodline. That is more interesting to me than, oh my gosh, Cody has a hurdle to overcome. He had a shoulder-sized hurdle to overcome already. I don't need to see him overcome another hurdle. You know what hurdles I've seen Cody overcome? The most dog shit WWE booking that you could possibly have, navigating the indies by himself, starting a new company, trying to get over in that company, leaving, coming back to that company, getting hurt. We've seen the hurdles with Cody. This is the culmination. With Roman, I think there are so many interesting stories to develop after this. There's Jay. There's Jimmy. There's still Sammy and Kevin. There's The Rock down the line, if possible, because if there's one thing that we've learned, the only thing that's up there with that title belt is head of the table, tribal chief, bloodline. How are you feeling, Denise? Okay, first of all, I already gave up hope on The Rock and Roman. I gave up hope sure. on that a while back. Sure. I'm done. But, I'm not even going to think but, about it. By the way, next Tuesday, we're doing predictions on Denise's channel. So if you want to hear more of this. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. We are. But also, heads up, if Roman Reigns, and this is not because I don't like Roman Reigns or anything. This is because I think Cody needs to win, and it's time. And it would do so much. I think it would do Cody just bad if he did not win this match but if he if this if he does not win if cody does not win at wrestlemania meet me in between sofi stadium and the forum and we're going to riot okay i will have backup pickup signs in my car and i will start a little riot down there on the street i mean we're, we're talking a two-year seven-month title reign and i've seen people say oh but he's got to get to 1000 no he don't that don't mean shit Bruno had it for like four years. Backland had it for years. Hogan had it for years. He's got the record. There's no, there's nothing else left there. It's time. The better story is Roman Reigns and what happens afterwards. Justin McClucky says, fun show tonight. That ending promo by Cody popped me. Great sell by Roman also. This feud took the next step it needed. Uh, by the way, Sean, I'm in Cincinnati for work all week. Any must-see spots to check out while I'm here? Well, I actually spend most of my time like across the river if I go up there. There's a really cool aquarium in Newport. There's a lot of gaming stuff. There's uh, a good uh, restaurant called Hoffra House. Uh, lots of cool stuff over that way as well. Jonathan Corona says, hey, Sean and Denise, what matches are you most looking forward to at Mania? I know this is going to happen, but say uh, Cody wins the title and Kenny or Jay White come out, the roof will go off. Well, it ain't going to be Kenny. Kenny's under contract. It could be Jay White, but I think Jay White would debut under other circumstances. Um, so I'm going to look, and instead of saying the same match that I said earlier, I'll throw a completely different match out there. I am very, oh, okay, Bianca and Asuka. I'm very excited for that match. I think that's going to absolutely kill it. I agree. And just to give a different answer than all of everything that's been mentioned, here's one. The uh, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match for the men's. I think that one's going to sure. be a uh, low-key banger. It's one that's when you think of all the other matches, you're probably not going to mention this one because there's other matches. But just to give a shout-out to one of the ones that was recently announced, I think yeah. that one's going to be good. 
I want to I want to address this. Adi, stop trying to subtly like credit these people. It says the rundown people claim Reigns is winning. Would they know? Uh, guess who's been a rundown person for like five or six years? Yeah, boy. I posted them two, three times a week on FightfulSelect.com. There is no internal WWE document that says Roman Reigns is winning at WrestleMania that I have seen, heard about, or that they would do. That that knowledge is going to be between like two or three people up until that that match. So it's funny. I was asking about like the gambling thing and how that people are like, oh my gosh, they're not going to give these talent results until two or three hours before. That's it's like that now. They don't tell these people until a few hours before now. WWE day one when they had that big title change and Big E got screwed over and all that. Nobody even knew who was going to win the other match they had booked. So uh, no, there, I think that there was is more due to disorganization. It was because because events, but still, it's just that's just not a thing. Like there are people who can make predictions, and maybe Roman will win, but there ain't none of those people that know that Roman is winning right now. Luis, our great moderator, says Solo will do a Ro- do to Roman what Hobbs did to Starks. I hope. I mean that that is. Solo has got something there. Solo's got something. In Simmons says, if Roman does somehow win, he should lose in the finals of King of the Ring, the pay-per-view, and lands on the thousandth day of him being champ. Well, I don't think he'd be in King of the Ring. It'd be something completely separate, I think. But, uh, yeah, if, if he wins, get him to a thousand and then move the hell on. Scotty says, Cody and Roman's promos have been excellent. Congrats, Denise. F the haters. Uh, Cody and Roman absolutely killing it i think they've been doing really really great sas says after Heyman and rain separate do you think triple h will pair Heyman with braun breaker i think it's a possibility but also you know we got to remember there's cesaro there's curtis axel there's there's other like it's not always a home run with paul Heyman just because you put him with him i think braun stands a decent chance though Line Drive says maybe it's the face runs coloring perception, but I always see Rhea as a, a badass, but she's a big softy who puts on a mask because of trust issues. Curious how they fa- handled the judgment family breakup. Uh, had to, sorry, late, had trouble with super chat. Sorry to hear that. Sometimes it'll, it'll mess up, but uh, we always have Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. I don't know. I buy Rhea as every bit of a badass as she per- portrays at this point, Denise. I think she's been, I think that maybe while she was a softy, like that shell has hardened an awful lot over a few years. And Rhea and Charlotte's a big part of that. Just Rhea, Charlotte crushed a lot of her dreams. I'm still ready. To, I'm still want to see a lot more of this, you know, tough exterior Rhea. Like I do like the idea of making her kind of, you know, like you say, maybe tear down some of those walls later on and get, you know, this baby face Rhea. Cause I think that's just going to happen naturally. I always feel like it does because, you know, when Rhea wins, yeah, she's a heel, but I'm going to cheer for her. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to be like, woo, even though she's a heel, I'm still going to be happy for Rhea. And I think a lot of people are. Uh, so it is a little bit complicated there, but um, I still kind of want to see a lot more of what Rhea has to offer in this particular role that we're seeing right now. Greek Steak Sauce says, everyone, please rewatch the ending to Raw, starting from Cody telling Solo he knew he isn't ready. It was supposed to be epic, but it is hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it if it's that funny to you. Colt says, Cody versus Solo next week. Like Cody and, or Cody and Wardlow has, give Solo his first loss. I'm torn on this. I, I partially believe that 
okay it's it's like wait who to give who their first loss cody giving solo his first loss i kind of want solo to just continue to have this unbeaten streak that way somebody that needs it gets it or he gets a big push and maybe a title match maybe he faces cody for the title after this no i would say cody gives him his first loss okay in Simmons says, put Paul with Asuka as her mouthpiece, maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Heyman managing a female performer. Uh, Denise, this might be our longest Raw review that How? we have ever done. I don't know. It's I was going to say, it's season. weird. I didn't feel like much happened on this show. I Mania thought our season. review was going to be like under an hour. Mania Are we talking season? slower? Must be. Must be it. <laughs> talking okay. slower. We're going at a steady pace, Denise. Yeah, I'll talk faster. We're, we're next building. Time. We're building until an explosion. Kind of like if you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful, Denise. Denise, have you ever thought, "Wow, I need a stronger, harder erection"? Well, fortunately, Blue Chew is here to help you out. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work on your schedule and they work to give you that main event of WrestleMania performance. Nobody's going to be leaving disappointed after your main event. There's going to be you know, no broken tables, hopefully, but maybe some broken headboards thanks to Blue Chew. You take their online questionnaire with one of their online physicians and if approved, it ships straight to your door discreetly. Now, here, here's the situation. I'm going to be honest with you. The package that Blue Chew arrives in is discreet. There's, there's nothing indicating, hey, it's Blue Chew. But your package will no longer be discreet. Everybody in town is probably going to know about it because whoever it is you're throwing that thing to is probably going to go tell people. And eventually the mailman's going to hear about that, Denise. And the mailman's going to be like, i got to get me a piece of that. And... You're going to say, what, the blue chew? And he goes, well, yeah, obviously, but a piece of what that blue chew is causing. Yeah, I'm saying that your mailman might be after that thing. And if this is the life that you want, blue chew and the code Fightful is for you. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. If you want your mailman to be hunting down that thing, you want Blue Chew in the code Fightful. And let me let me tell you, there are some horny mailmen out there. There and, and special delivery is all I can say. Do, do you want them to drop the package by the back door? I don't know. But you can make that decision with bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Please always remember in those situations, handle with care. I don't know my mailman that well, Sean. Not yet, you don't. SAS says, will Gunther <laughs> winning at Mania push him to the main event superstar level? I think it should. I think it's going to be a big showcase for him. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think that Gunther is absolutely a main event performer. He and Cody have some something to go back to, right? They have something to go back to because of that Mania uh, or that, that Rumble spot. Uh, Amish Electrician says, pretty sure rock hard Juice Robinson agrees. Indeed. 
Uh, Luis says our brawl out review was longer. Yeah, I mean like raw, just a raw review. I'm sure I had one or two with Alex that went a while, and we had some AEW reviews that were like two hours. But me and Denise don't usually go this long. But Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Damn, I thought we were just going to sit here till we hit the two-hour mark at this point. Nah, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, um, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. Uh, and Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at underscore Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. Guys, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on TikTok as well. We have YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps for interview clips. I'm going to start promoting those more. But FightfulSelect.com is our lifeblood. Today alone, I had my Backstage Report podcast, uh, which covers our exclusive news. I had info on Goldberg being a free agent. We had the Raw rundowns. We had news on Miro, on Hammerstone, a lot of stuff that we add in what we call the Select Portions Updates. A lot of extra news that like wouldn't fit in, in, in their own article. We put it in there. Tomorrow morning, we have the Select Style podcast, uh, the Japanese wrestling podcast. We have the Sour Graps review going on right now. There is so much. Try it out. You will love it. FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, guys, we're out.